0: WSJM News Now. Team coverage from the WSJM Newsroom on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. WSJM News is brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download your free local news app today at the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. Governor Gretchen Wimmer is expecting a tough campaign in her effort for a second term. Some of the um, ugliness that has been a part of that primary and obviously is going to continue into this general election doesn't serve the people of Michigan. In Detroit at the Charles H. Wright Museum on Wednesday night, she says voters cannot underestimate how stark the difference is between herself and the Republican nominee, Tudor Dixon. Weber said she and her administration remain committed to moving Michigan forward. Fresh off his Republican primary win in the race for Michigan House in the 38th District, Kevin Whiteford says he's running to help address the pressing issues faced by the state. Whiteford tells us he knocked on 13,000 doors in his campaign and he's willing to talk to anyone regardless of their party. I do have my beliefs. I'm going to be strong, but I have no problem sitting at the table discussing the issues that are needing to be addressed in the state of Michigan. Whiteford says those on the extreme ends of the spectrum focus on issues that divide everyone, while there are issues all agree are important. For one thing, he wants to strengthen small businesses. I know what small businesses go through, so we need to, as a state, support that. And let's reinforce them staying here, and then let's increase the small businesses that we would love to see grow in this state. Whiteford also wants to give seniors a tax break and lower the income tax. He owns Whiteford Wealth Management at South Haven, a financial services firm. He'll face Democrat Joey Andrews in the November election. A man from Paw is facing federal charges for setting fire to a Planned Parenthood clinic in Kalamazoo. U.S. Attorney Mark Totten says 25-year-old Joshua Bray is charged with arson and faces up to 20 years in prison. On July 31st, police received a report of a fire at the Planned Parenthood facility. It was put out, and the investigation included a review of surveillance footage. It showed a man, now identified as Bray Reaching a fence and setting fire to the bushes outside the building and then lighting a fireplace starter log and then throwing it onto the roof. He then ran. The U.S. attorney says the client alleges that about an hour before setting the fire, Brereton bought Centronella torch fuel, a Duraflame starter log, and a utility ladder from a Walmart and Pawpaw. Authorities also say that prior to the fire, he posted a YouTube video calling abortion genocide and encouraging others to step out of your comfort zone to help in the fight. There were no injuries in the fire, and the building suffered minor damage. The Michigan Retailers Association has released a report on how to improve the state's retail economy. If Michigan consumers, all of us going out to buy clothes and back-to-school supplies and and everything else under the sun, if 10% of those purchases were switched from an out-of-state retailer to a Michigan-based retailer, an additional $3 billion would be added to Michigan's economy. The Association's Andrea Bightley says that move would also increase Michigan employment by more than 16000 and boost labor income by about $660 million. The Carazzo Arts Center is preparing to celebrate the 20th anniversary of a sculpture and you, C's, by Richard Hunt. Rising from the south pier of Silver Beach County Park, and you, C's, stands nearly 50 feet tall. It's made up of stainless steel and has endured the wind, waves, and lake spray for two decades now. The sculpture greets guests to St. Joseph by land and water, and the Krasla calls it public art at its finest. There will be a party at the Shadowland Pavilion at Silver Beach County Park to mark 20 years of the iconic sculpture on August 23rd from 5 p.m. to sunset. That day will be 20 years since the original dedication ceremony. The party will include art making, poetry, a live steel drum performance, boat rides, refreshments, and a special announcement. Artist Richard Hunt will take part in the festivities, And several guest speakers will also share the stories behind the sculpture. We're not even done with summer yet, but the forecast for this winter in Michigan is already out. The Farmer's Almanac says the prediction is for unreasonably cold and plenty of snow. AccuWeather meteorologist Dean DeVore says it's not going to be pleasant. There are signals, friends, that we could have another repeat of that uh, 2013-14 winter where we just got onslaughts of Arctic air coming in from the north, and so there is some validity to that. The Farmer's Almanac jokes that the real shivers may send people in the Great Lakes states into hibernation. The Van Buren Conservation District made up for lost time during its annual meeting and picnic at the Wolf Lake State Fish Hatchery on Wednesday, naming Conservationists of the Year for 2019, 2020, and 2021, as well as the 2021 Farmer of the Year. The organization was unable to host the previous meetings due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but were thrilled at this year's turnout. Deputy Administrator Emily Hickmott said about 150 people showed up, including State Senator Eric Nesbitt, who presented special tributes to award winners. It was really nice to bring folks together that we hadn't seen in a while and just really celebrate all coming out of the worst of the pandemic together and still continuing conservation work during that time and even growing programming, not just at the Van Buren Conservation District, but with all of our partners as well. Conservationists awarded were Phil Hover, Dr. Susan Matthews, and Two Rivers Coalition. Kohlberg Family Farm was named Farmer of the Year. To read more about the event, visit our website. And there's been another person added to the lawsuit targeting Oxford Community Schools following last November's mass shooting that left four students dead. A security officer at the school named Kimberly Potts is now named in the lawsuit. Attorney Ven Johnson claims in a filing in Oakland County Circuit Court that Potts didn't clear a bathroom where Ethan Crumbly was before shooting classmate Justin Schilling. We believe the evidence will show that had she done that right away and done her job appropriately, then there would have, after that, those initial shots, there would have been no more. Potts is a retired Oakland County Sheriff's deputy. Johnson is representing the families of Tate Meyer and Justin Schilling, who were killed in the shooting. Sports and the forecast from Fox 17 are next on Super Hits 103.7, Cozy FM. In the Cozy Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. In the Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. In the Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. WSJM News is brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download your free local news app today at the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. Download the Newstalk Sports 94.9 WSJM app and listen online anywhere. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolfe.